The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 187. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I take questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med forum where you go, you sign up, you register for an account, you ask a question, and then we hopefully pick it to be answered here on the podcast. If you are new to the podcasting world and listening to podcasts, thank you for finding this podcast and subscribing to it. Hopefully you're subscribed to it in your podcast app of choice. I would encourage you to also listen to our other podcasts, which we have at mededmedia.com. Today, we have an interesting question about a student who got into a pretty prestigious postback, but is now potentially questioning that decision. Our student today says, hello, I've been accepted into Columbia's program, but heard of professors or heard that professors really don't advise or help students until the end of the program and that there isn't a communal nature among the program. To expand on the third problem, the postback students don't interact with other students outside of class, and that there is a me versus everyone else mentality among the students. Overall, I guess the complaints can be summed up as there is a high risk of failure in the program and some isolation if you don't know anyone else in New York. Does anyone know this program well and can address the complaints? So my first question is why does a competitive program mean that there's a high risk of failure in the program? I, I I wouldn't combine those two. You can have a not very fun, kind of miserable, kind of cutthroat program and still pass. You don't, doesn't mean it's a high rate of failure. I would say that this is probably very typical of very high end, right? Super high stature kind of prestigious institutions. This is just kind of the nature of the student that unfortunately they they kind of attract students who want to be the best and do the best. And typically, a lot of times, unfortunately, do it at the um, at the sacrifice of those around them. And so you don't have to go there. Right, you don't have to go to a formal postback. You can do a do-it-yourself postback. There's no reason that you have to do a formal postback. And so, if you are already concerned about it right now, if you've heard these things, if you've seen these things, then don't go there. Right? If you know it now, nothing's going to change tomorrow or the next day or next week or next month. You're just going to go there and, and grin and bear it and and hopefully get through it, which most students do. But let me talk kind of more to the fact that you said professors aren't there to really advise or help students until the end of the program. I'm not not sure what that means until the end of the program. But let me talk about just kind of being self-reliant through this process. You as the student are the one that takes the test. You as the student are the one who has to take the MCAT, who has to write your personal statement, who has to find shadowing and find clinical experience and all of this stuff. And to say that, hey, right away, the professors aren't helping me, that makes me concerned that you're going to find 
that same issue everywhere, right? And maybe I'm completely reading it wrong, but that's just something that stood out to me that one of the first mentions is, hey, the professors don't help. And I don't know what that means. Is it that they don't give you the answers on the test? Is that they don't provide all of their old test questions so that you kind of know what's coming? What does that really mean? You don't need the professors to help. You need the professors there to teach you the material as best you can. And then you go and you learn it again on your own. Let me tell you, there's really no secrets out there to chemistry and physics and biochemistry and biology and whatever else that you'd be taking at Columbia's postback. There's no professor at Columbia's postback who has the secrets to whatever they are teaching. The knowledge is a commodity at this point. You're just paying for a building to go and and learn in and take a test in and get a piece of paper and get an official transcript to show medical schools that you can do well. Now, a lot of students love the environment they're in, and, and if you can't see yourself loving the environment, then don't go there. There are plenty of other options. So, with that said, I can't speak specifically to Columbia's cutthroat nature, but it's a prestigious institution, and I, I just think that they probably attract a lot of those students. So, uh, I think you sounds like you'd be better off doing a do-it-yourself post-back or finding somewhere else to go. All right, I hope that was helpful, a little bit different today, a little little discussion about being self-reliant and, and uh, only kind of pushing yourself forward through this journey. I hope this was helpful for you. If you have any questions, again, go to the non-traditional pre-med forms over at premedforms.com, ask your question, and I hope to see you there at some point. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Premeds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.